Take me back to Tennessee. Traveling down the road, I got too many miles to go. Waiting for the next day I'll be home. Fourteen states in as many days makes me want to go. smiling faces where I share my home. I long to hear the stories that they tell. I long to lay my head where the one that I love so. Through the hillside of the place that I call home, take me back to the sea. Hey, folks, Todd Dills here with this week's edition of Overdrive Radio, where we're going to slowly build to the full finale of what you heard the beginning of right there. That's East Tennessee based driver and songwriter John Mulater doing his own Take Me Back to Tennessee and winning the 2020 Overdrive Red Eye Radio Trucker Talent Search. Before we take a run through all the performances, including fellow Talent Search finalists Freddie French and Paul Cullors, I've got just a little bit of a special treat for you. My colleague and Muller trucking hauler Paul Marhofer, the voice and soul of our Over the Road podcast co-production with Radiotopia, you may remember, returns to the podcast mic here, as it were, via an interview with Keeler Custom Truck Restoration owner-operator Jason Keeler, Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania. We've got a video treatment of the spectacular 1950 Kenworth W923 that the pair discuss here in the works, and Marhofer's interview with Keeler serves as a great preview. Also, a preview to yet another rarity, a truck show that is actually going to happen in this ever strange year, the Truckers for Hope event, where the following talk was conducted last year around Keeler's KW, is again set for September 25th, through the 27th at the Clinton County Fairgrounds in Mill Hall, Pennsylvania. Truckers for Hope Jamboree was founded by uh, Jason Smith and his family to benefit research into the treatment of cystic fibrosis, which his son suffers from. Find Marhofer's report from the 2018 event via overdriveonline.com. Search Truckers, the number four, Hope. Truckers for Hope. Now, Here's 45-year-old Jason Keeler introducing himself in conversation with Marhofer. Remember, this was fall of 2019, last year. Jason Keeler, I'm from Jersey Shore, PA. Well, I'll be 45 in December, and as soon as I was able to, 16, 17 years old, I was going with Dad, but, I mean, legally, since I, was, since I could get my license when I was 18. Well, I was washing my truck, cleaning it up, one January, getting ready for the next round, I was running Los Angeles, um, and the phone rang, and it was a, a fellow guy that I knew, you know, we, we both loaded out of the same dock for a while, and uh, when I pulled a reefer, and he says, hey man, I want to build a truck, well, would you be interested in building one, I, I like what you do with yours, will you, will you build me one like yours, I was like, well, you got any money, and he's like, well, yeah, yeah, we can, I was like, all right. 
so I called the people I was leased to and I said, what do you think? And they said, by all means, do it. Just, just try it. You know, if it doesn't work out, you always have a hat to hang here, you know? And, uh, those people are great. They still, they're one of my biggest customers now. I mean, the people I was actually leased to and, uh, it just snowballed. Now I haven't been in a truck in, in two and a half years. I mean, I'm kind of going a little stir crazy with that end of it, but I, at the same time, I love what I do. It's, it's a, you know, it's a juggling act. I need, I need to get in a truck for a little bit here and there, but, but I'm kind of, you know, nailed down with the work at home and it's good. So I'm, I'm a hundred yards from my back door. I work with my father. I, he was trucking at the time, pulled him out of the truck, said, Hey dad, I need some help. And, and, uh, we work together every day and it's, it's great. I get to work with my father every day. Um, building hot rods overgrown hot rods and and it's i'm very happy with it i'm, I'm glad for it now didn't you truck with your father as well well in the very beginning i had we had an old 69 kenworth extended cow and we, we had built it and, and it was an extended hood extended cow with a v12 in it 69 kenworth and my name was on the title but i wasn't old enough to go out of state and the insurance company wouldn't insure me unless I had him with me in a truck. So from the time I was 17, 18 years old to the time I was 21, we teamed it. We we'd, uh, we loaded broccoli out of uh, McAllen, Texas to Rochester, New York. And then we'd go over to uh, Connecticut, Boston, and reload for back to Texas. And we did it for a long time like that. And uh, Why did you, you pull out of Boston? Oh man, I can't even remember. Sometimes it was tennis court paint. It was multi-stop stuff, and, and uh, a little bit of you know basic drive, you know general freight. But out of the you know we get down to Texas, we we pull cold stuff back up, you know. But uh, we did that for as long for a while, quite a while, you know. And uh, <laughs> we didn't have any heat in the bunk. I mean, there was it was it was a little skinny on the funds back then, you know. We were working, doing our thing, and. Um, we had a good time and, and whenever you're truck with somebody like that for a length of time you get extremely close and and my father and I were always really close I mean we were always out in the fence row building something fixing trucks in the driveway you know uh, but when you when you're cooped up in a truck for six months or a year or two years with somebody you learn how to slam the bunk curtain with authority <laughs> or you know and you giggle like hell i mean the things you see together and experience together the hard times the good times the bad to the fun the laughing and and i mean you can't get away and it's it's still that way you know we we get in our our squabbles but i love the man to death i mean he's my father and and we work together well sometimes we can't figure out who the boss is but <laughs> it's it's a good time either way but yeah even after that you know we we would truck together we hauled we both hauled potatoes and uh we worked for the same broker we each had our authority and uh and we we'd service the frito-lay plants you know we did that for six seven years straight and and either we would pass each other and meet for supper going the other way or we'd be, both be loading at the same farm and delivering one right behind the other and that's the stuff that I miss the most. 
is the, the culture around trucking. The, the culture around trucking and trucking with friends. Um, I mean, we'd all load at the potato farm and, and there'd be five or six of us all going to the same place with consecutive appointments. I mean, we'd all stop for supper, all stop for fuel. You know, we'd make sure everybody had a game plan. And if somebody broke down, we, we always got them there. Nope, you know, whether somebody had to go run for parts or whether we were fixing it along the road or or somebody had to uh, drop the trailer and come back and get it. You know, we always made sure the other guy got, got the job done. Is that part of what draws you to these shows? It's just almost like a, not a reenactment, but almost like a tribute to that culture? Well, what draws me to the shows is is the, the, the trucks in general and, the, and that I'm surrounded by like-minded people. The same people, I mean guy over here he's got a truck and and he's into it and and i can talk to him about it and he can talk to me about it where if i go to a business meeting somewhere with my wife and some of her friends i don't know what to talk about there's a common language there's a common culture there's a uh, uh, it's just a unwritten rule you, you it's not even a rule it's just a way of life can, can we walk over to this kenworth and can you tell me the history i've been taking a lot of pictures and videos of this needle nosed uh, Kenworth and I can you tell I don't I don't I know you told me what it was last year but I just can't stop thinking about this truck it's a 1950 Kenworth I believe it's a uh, W923 um, a gentleman by the name of Leon Wheaton owned it for a long time he's at a, just outside of Phoenix um, and then he had sold the truck uh, it, it's 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 69 70 years old so I'm sure it has maybe even changed hands more. But anyway, old uh, Danny Shimizu out of Salt Lake City ended up with it. And he uh, he painted it purple and it, it did have gray fenders. He put the K model Cummins in it. Danny was a K model Cummins guy. And uh, ended up Leon Wheaton bought it back and they called him Popcorn. That was his nickname. I guess he liked popcorn in his younger days or I don't know, maybe he still does. But I talked to him here last, last Christmas and he was uh, 84 years old. And when he sold the truck, he was 82, and he, 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 he was having a hard time getting in and out of it. But he was running Phoenix to L.A., and I can attest to you, this, this truck doesn't have any A.C. Now, 82 years old, running Phoenix to L.A., pulling a reefer. The, the, the gentleman is, is he's a tough bird. Tough bird. Like here, that says Danny. That's, that was Danny Shimizu. He was from, uh, he was just, just, uh, just north of Salt Lake. Salt Lake, and that says Utah right there. And then you got Wheaton. Um, that was Leon Wheaton. That's popcorn. I don't know who Funky is. It might have been, might have been his wife or somebody's wife. But, <laughs> <laughs> but on the other side, it says popcorn. So I'm assuming it was his wife. She might buy Funky. Oh. Yeah, I, that that's what really strikes me about this truck is how you you just you could have easily painted this truck, but it's almost like you wanted to honor the patina and the old signage. Well, you know what. It's earned its keep. It's 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 70 years old and it's still it's still runnable, drivable. I could take this truck out and work it tomorrow, um, which I'd love to do. But uh, you, you may yet. Yeah, I'm. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm not. Uh, this, this game game isn't over for me at all. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make time to go do it at least once a month. Get out get it out of my system you know make around to iowa make around to texas maybe even la you know who knows what california is doing anymore but uh, 
yeah yeah i need to get out and get my feet wet for a little while get regroup reset the brain come back and then i'll be happy to work in the shop for a couple of weeks there's got to be a happy medium you know that, that would be the well you know i'm trying to do what you're doing jason i'm trying to do the creative stuff and then and just go back and forth between the creative and the trucking right now there's a lot of trucking there's there's a lot of creative and it's it's kind of a struggle so i'm trying anyways that's a whole other story I understand. I mean, you're 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 playing the guitar one night, and you're in the truck the next. Yeah. You know, I I I am not that fortunate. I I'm. I guess I probably could. I could. I could tell my customers, hey, I'm gonna go for trucking for a week or two. But I want. I try and make everybody happy. That's my problem. You know, and I don't want to. You know, I I try to look at it this way. What if my truck was in somebody else's garage and they decided they were gonna go, go to Cancun for two weeks, once a month. You know, geez, am I ever going to get my truck done? You know, well, because I, I've been where I've had my truck apart and I've had to get it back together so I could get back to work, so I could fulfill the obligation I made with my employer and get to produce a paycheck to, to pay next month's bills. And I mean, generally, I'm not in the maintenance business, it's more restoration, but still, they, they want to see their truck done, and I get that. I want to see it done too. I mean, it, I get excited about it. And the industry has changed since you've been in that it's, shop. Yeah, in the two years that, in the two years that I've been off, two and a half years, things are just. I mean, it's it's 15 miles uh, on the interstate, basically from my house to this show here. And I, I had a guy cut me off. I mean, just from here to there. And I, I mean, I was well under the speed limit. Just there's no space left before guys bring it back over. No lights. No blinking. No, there's no none of that anymore. And. Uh, here the last the last couple two three years i trucked i mean I, I didn't even really truck with anybody i knew unless i stumbled across them i mean yeah it, it wasn't like a bunch of guys got together and just rode and had a good time i mean they're just the guys are falling by the wayside anymore it it, it became lonely in a way and, yeah, and the yeah. only connection becomes social media and that's not the same thing well and to me anymore i i fell out of love with trucking but I'm still in love with driving my truck, mm-hmm. you know? Now, if I had to, to drive something different, I probably wouldn't care. I'd probably be just as happy, you know, at home every day as I always was. But um, I, I'm, I'm in love with the trucks. I have, a, I have a, a passion for these old trucks. And I think the older I get, the more I like to see them original. When I was 25, it wasn't that way. I like my big pipes and my big visors and this and that and the other thing. And some of my stuff has it and some of it doesn't. But, I mean, your, your taste changes. You grow up and get older, I guess. I don't know. I like everything. That's that's the problem. I want it all. <laughs> those, are, those are 8-inch garbage cans, right? Yeah, and I'm putting fives back on it. Uh, they were on the truck when I bought it, and I don't care for them much. But uh, I actually have the new pipes bought for it, but I'd like to put it back to the way it, I've seen pictures of it in previous years. I'm not going to take the truck. I'm not going to take away from what the truck is. There's a lot of pictures of the old truck um, over the years. I, I've seen the truck yellow. I've seen it uh charcoal gray i've seen it purple i've seen it purple with gray fenders now it has black fenders um, uh, i've seen it without a sleeper with the mercury sleeper it's uh i'm not going to take away from what the truck ever has been or add it add to it where it's unrecognizable mm-hmm. but uh it's gonna it's gonna get a little bit of a facelift here and there you know spruce it up i mean stuff does get 
get more out, you know. I, you know, I, the 8-inch cans are pretty cool, though. I don't mind them. They bark. <laughs> I bet they do. But is it is it a no-no to start these trucks with so many people close by? No. no I, I just, yeah, I want to record this, All baby. Right. And yes, dear Overdrive Radio listener, you're going to have to wait till the end for that sound. So sit tight. Now for the big show. Here's a run back through the 2020 Overdrive Red Eye Radio Trucker Talent Search with Red Eye's Eric Harley. As he set everything up for our live stream audience at Overdrive's Facebook page, August 28th. Enjoy. Thank you all for joining us in the audience. We appreciate you joining us. I'm Eric Harley, and I'm your host for this year's Overdrive Red Eye Radio's Trucker Talent Search. This is a singing competition for professional drivers all across America. We have three excellent finalists lined up for you this evening. So let's get started. All right, first up is Paul Colors of Dayton, Ohio. Now, when he entered the contest, he submitted an acapella version of Chris Stapleton's Tennessee Whiskey. Now, he loves singing. In fact, he does a lot of that singing while he's behind the wheel of his truck. He's been driving for quite a while. So thank you, Paul, for getting involved. And let's hear from him right now, Paul Colors of Dayton, Ohio. Hi everybody, my name is Paul Colors. I'm excited to be in uh, Trucker's Talent Search, one of the finalists. Um, chose a song called Easy by Lionel Richie. Um, it's a laid back song, uh, sort of like me, so that's why I chose the song because uh, I believe Lionel Richie's a great songwriter and I enjoy a lot of his music. So the song I'll be performing is Easy. Funny, but I just can't stand the pain Girl, I'm leaving you tomorrow It seems to me, girl, you know I've done all I can You see a big stone in a bottle Yeah that's why I'm easy I'm easy like Sunday morning Cause I'm easy I'm easy like Sunday chains on me I pay my dues to make it Everybody wants me to be what they want me to be I'm not happy when I try to face it No That's why I'm Sunday morning, yeah, so I'm easy, I'm easy like Sunday morning, I 
wanna be high, so high. I wanna be free to know the things I do alright. I wanna be free, just me. That's why I'm easy I'm easy like Sunday morning Yeah That's why I'm easy yeah. I'm easy like Sunday morning oh. Cause I'm easy Thank you, Paul. All right, next we have singer-songwriter Freddie French from Addison, Illinois. Now, he's been playing music since he was 12 years old, and he drives a 2015 yellow Peterbilt 579 and hauls flatbed for D&E Transport out of Clearwater, Minnesota. Now, he plays a lot of instruments, including six-string electric. He plays acoustic, 12-string acoustic, and also lead electric guitar, and he also plays a bazooki. Yeah, a bazooki. French says he loves the way music can heal your soul. Hey guys, Freddie French here. Just uh, wanted to say hello and uh, say I'm really excited about competing in this year's uh, talent search uh, for 2020 for Overdrive uh, magazine. Um, the song that I'm going to be performing for you is an original song that I wrote called White Sheets um, on a Greek bazooki. Um, and it's kind of about what's going on in our country right now. It's very personal to me about with everything with the pandemic and all the things that are happening uh, globally. So I hope you enjoy it and thanks a lot for uh, allowing me to compete in this year's competition and I'm really excited. Some place in life, something I can. 
Thanks a lot, Freddie. Our third and final contestant is John Mulater of Rogersville, Tennessee. Now he submitted his original song, I've Only Known You for 18 Years, which he says is about feeling like his daughter has been growing up too quickly. The Jordan Carriers company driver has been trucking for just three years, hauling mostly construction materials and steel on a flatbed. He's out Monday through Friday and home most weekends. 
He says his guitar is always beside him in his truck. Hi, my name is John Malater. I live in Rogersville, Tennessee, and I drive for Jordan Carriers, and I am overwhelmingly honored to be selected to the top three of the Truckers Talent Search. I'm gonna play a song I wrote several years before I even started thinking about driving a truck. Um, and I came home from a long weekend <clears throat> of doing something that I can't remember. And I sat on my back porch and I just thought how happy I was to be home. Uh, it was a nice, pretty day and dogs were running around and it was just a, a good time to be alive. So I wrote the song and then several years later, who would have thought I was a trucker? So um, anyway, it's called uh, Take Me Back to Tennessee. Traveling down the road, I got too many miles to go. Waiting for the next day I'll be home. Fourteen states in as many days makes me want to go. Places where I share my home. I long to hear the stories that they tell. I long to lay my head where the one that I love so. catch those same performances in video via overdriveonline.com search trucker talent search or at our youtube channel that's all for this week but for as promised a couple minutes worth of kta 600 cummins powered 1950 kenworth w923 action enjoy it and thanks to paul marhofer and jason keeler for the audio 